You are listening to Announce, Season 6, Episode 10, The Curious Tale of the 1904 Olympic Marathon. Take a moment with Announce, a podcast providing thought-provoking anecdotes tailored with you in mind. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. The World's Olympic Games, an amazing showcase of athletic ability and sportsmanship. Every event showcases the best of the best from all over the world. But sometimes things just don't go, well, as expected. For example, in 1904, in St. Louis, the Olympic Games were paired with the World's Fair. And for the first time in modern history, the Games took place in the Western Hemisphere. It was August in St. Louis. It was hot. It was humid. The runners had a rather challenging 24.85-mile course. Yes, it's supposed to be 26.2. It was hilly, largely unpaved, and dusty. With the relaunching of the Games in Greece in 1896, The Olympics were not organized in the format they are today. Rather than countries sending teams, it was more a loose conglomeration of individual amateur athletes competing against one another from different countries. These individuals were left to their own devices as to how to traverse the pre-commercial aircraft world from their home to St. Louis. It was 3.03 p.m. in the afternoon of August 30th. 1904, when 32 men began the first marathon race ever held in America. However, only 14 finished the race, and there were a few challenges, shenanigans, and unfortunate incidents along the route. The race began along a course that was led by horses and riders to clear the way and several vehicles with doctors and trainers. This traffic caused a heavy brown haze of dust to be present on the dirt course from start to finish. Water was provided in one place at mile 12 from an open public well. The first runner to cross the finish line was Fred Lors. However, this apparent winner was exposed as having cheated. It seems Mr. Lors began experiencing debilitating cramps at mile 9. He then accepted an offer for an automobile ride for the next 11 miles. Then he jumped out of the car and rested and ready and finished the last four or so miles. Runner from Cuba named Felix Sandoval arrived for the race in white long pants and heavy-soled shoes. Someone was kind enough to cut the pant legs off of him so that he had a pair of shorts before the race started, but uh, Mr. Sandoval stopped at an orchard along the way gorging himself on apples. These apples caused severe cramps and vomiting. The Cuban runner laid down and took a nap to recover and still finished fourth in the race. Tonyane from South Africa, he was chased off the course by a pack of dogs and he finished in ninth place. William Garcia of California was unable to finish the race because he ended up swallowing so much dust along the course that at mile 19, he experienced a near-fatal stomach hemorrhage. The winner, Thomas Hicks of the United States, finished in 3 hours and 28 minutes and 53 seconds. At mile 20, he was so battered by the course that he began hallucinating. 
Hicks continued, helped along by his crew and his trainers. They each grabbed an arm and actually carried Hicks over the last few feet to the finish line, his legs swinging along in the air as if he was still running. Though not necessarily completing the race under his own power, Hicks was declared the winner. The furor over the irregular event over the next few years almost got the marathon dropped from the Olympics. But the lessons learned by the organizers were invaluable and taken seriously. Thus, it's unlikely you will ever see another organized, competitive event that will be as strange and messy as this one. Now, a worthy tale should include at least a few precious gems of wisdom and truth, so recommended to you is a little nugget. Just an ounce. The first time something is done, it is often not done well. That's why engineers build prototypes, and why actors, musicians, and even wedding parties hold rehearsals. People seldom get the big stuff right with no previous experience and no preparation on the first attempt. Athletes spend hours preparing for minutes or even mere seconds of performance. Preparation, practice, planning, rehearsal are the appropriate foundation of anything that is truly important. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening to another great episode of An Ounce. I'm betting you know some folks who would enjoy this podcast too. So share the love. Please like, follow, and share. And we'll catch you next time with a new minute measure of wisdom from An Ounce. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.